Hey, welcome to the Monkey House Primates. So, thanks so much. I've asked around here to quickly uh, let you all know that we're in Sydney. We're about to be in Brisbane. So uh, very quick stop in Sydney. We're just here for a few nights. So come and see us. And then what are we doing? We're going up to Brisbane. We're going to do a Who Knew It with Matt Stewart at Good Chat. And we're also doing a couple of Dryer Dryers, our comedy festival show. It's the last run of the whole tour. So come on down, Brisbane. That's right. And in Sydney, we're at the Manning Bar and at the Chippo for the Who Knew It. Really pumped up. Hopefully see you all there. Uh, now on with the show. Ook, ook. What is that what the monkey say? Yeah, ooga cha cha. <laughs> Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. Plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Welcome to Primates, the podcast where we go through primates and popular culture from chimpanzee all the way down to chimpanzee. This week, I'm joined by two very special primates. Uh, firstly, uh, the number one guest on the show today, I'm starting to rank them as we go now, uh, from Supernatural Studios and the Kentucky Fried Chatting Podcast, it's Beck Petratus. Oh, thank Woo! you, Matthew. Why am I number one? I don't know. Do I made have... that decision in the sentence. It was mid-sentence. I, and that's the way I like to be ranked. But you are also. You're Quickly a- and without thought, because otherwise I'll be <laughs> quite low. You'll always be number one to me. In this particular episode, in that sentence. And from Restaurant Fuckheads. Oh. And also from the Kentucky Fried Chatting Podcast, it's Xavier Michaelides. It's great to be here. I love orangutans. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> Big orangutan fan. Do you know there's a story of uh, an explorer, I can't remember his name, but he said how an old man jumped on his back and wouldn't let go for a long time. And they, they're pretty sure it was an orangutan. <laughs> I got that story. I remember as a kid, I was like, that was my favourite thing. That he just thought it was an old man. <laughs> Climbed on his back and he was like, oh, get off. Oh, come on, old man. How many old men had he seen that were hairy as... An orange, like, this, yeah, this I have a, questions. This was a different time. I mean, people yeah. were that old and hairy back then ah. in the olden days. Yeah. I, I love how I've told a story without any relevant time, people, or details. <laughs> it was great. a different time. It was pre-9-11. Would that be fair to say? Pre-9-11 was a different time. <laughs> it was, it was pre, a more naive definitely time. pre-9-11. Yeah, great. Yeah. I mean, even earlier than this sentence was a different time. So that's, that's true. That's fine. That's true. There was a, because we talk about sporting mascots as well, there's a town in England called Hartlepool we talked about in a previous episode where they're called the Monkey Hangers and that's because there was um, a, a French uh, warship crashed on their shore and they were at war with France and uh, a monkey was came to shore and they thought it was a Frenchman because they hadn't seen a Frenchman before <laughs> and they, they had a trial and they hanged it. Whoa! Whoa. So what? 
still to this day, uh, their sporting teams are called the Monkey Hangers. Jesus, that is rough. I love the way they thought it was a Frenchman. Like, it couldn't talk or it couldn't do anything. And they're like, yeah, well, this is a Frenchman. I mean, look at him. Like, yeah. Why haven't they changed it still to this day? Like, yes. they haven't reflected on it and gone, oh, wait a second. Let's not make this mm. something we remember mm. at sporting matches. This, was, this sort of relates. I remember there was a picture I saw of in Japan. It was like a, a traditional sort of Japanese old, old, old cartoon from very long back in the day. And um, it had a picture of a woman had just given birth to a, there's like, there's a woman there in bed and then a little baby, but the baby has a full beard and is doing a little dance. And that was like, if you have sex with someone from Europe, then the baby has a full beard when it comes out. It was like an old racist oh. idea, obviously. But I just love that it was dancing. It was, and everyone's like going, oh, yeah, look at this baby dance. And it's got a beard going, yeah. I thought you were going to say, and that baby was Matt Stewart. That was Matt Stewart. <laughs> and that makes perfect sense. I, I was going to say, that wouldn't stop me having sex with a European. No. If that a would, full beard. If anything, it. In, it would encourage it. Mm. Yeah. You're like, yeah. A distinguished baby. All babies look like nothing. No. Dancing, distinguished. That mm. baby has it all. Exactly. Yeah. Baby's got a future. <laughs> that baby's got a future. <laughs> I mean, hopefully all babies have a future. I mean, hopefully. That's really hopefully. depressing if they don't. I mean, this was the olden days. Okay. You know, not spe- in no specific time, but I, I think it was pretty bad back then. Oh, so yeah. you, at yeah. least, well, if he didn't have a future, he had a beard. Like he had something. Yeah. Yeah. No future, buddy, you know. Yeah, you Speaking of futures. <gasps> the Beast Wars. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> Today's topic, the Beast Wars. <laughs> oh, my God. Xavier's about to, he's going to read my palm. <laughs> Speaking of futures. Beast Wars. This is So we've been trying to get this episode happen almost from the very first episode. We've been Definitely. trying to make this happen. I can't believe how many times it's been rescheduled. Oh, We're man. finally getting to talk about what everyone wants us to talk about. Yeah. The big franchise in the Transformers history, Beast Wars. Definitely the high point of all Transformers uh, properties, of all their incarnations, Beast Wars. Beast Wars? Where else can you watch a Transformers that has a main character as a rat? Exactly. It yeah. has a Jersey accent. A little Jersey rat. Jeez. Yes, he's, please. I'm ratting here. I'm ratting here. <laughs> he's busting so many chops, that little rat. Oh. Rat trap bust chops like no one else before. I don't trust him. He doesn't <laughs> trust anyone. Oh, my God. So I don't trust him. Hey, get him out of here. Oh, my God. It's like he's in the room. Hey, I'm rat trap, oh. but I'm going to kick you in your ass. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I should explain for people who don't know. Here's a, a, a quick paragraph about what it is. It says, The Transformers war continues in an older time through a new generation. Oh, Spoiler that's alert. That's, they, that, they don't even really yeah. reveal that in the first and second episode. I think that's a sort of a finale almost. Oh, sorry. Yeah, well, the end of the first season you find you, you think they've gone to a, an Earth now. It turns out they're in an old, old Earth. Old but they, Earth. Did, they did run into a Stonehenge, I think, at one point. That was like a little... Mm. They were like, what's this over here? I think it's this. No, it's not. No, they all sound the same. Because but... <laughs> they're, they're pretty modern animals, apart from the dinosaurs, obviously. Yeah, but the dinosaurs were still scanned from bones. bones. Remember that? Mm. Wasn't that? Well, that was the interesting thing. Okay, well, let me finish the um, what the show's about. So then it so goes, Transformers War continues in an older time through a new generation. On Pliocenic Earth, the heroic Maximals and the evil Predacons yeah. battle for survival against each other. And against a violent planet. Yeah. A violent planet. Yeah. So basically they both crash land. This is after the Transformers like eighties TV show. Like so it's still it's still a sequel, but they somehow ended up in an older time 
crash landed, scanned animals nearby, and whatever you're near, that's what you get. Yes. Would it be so much better if they oh. were just worms? But they also <laughs> said it was the most powerful local creatures. Yeah, they you know, yes, the yes. rats. The rats. I sorry I keep bringing up rat trap. It's just I it's great. Oh also the wasps. You know the wasps the so wasp, powerful. Those dangerous wasps. Those bones over there. Yeah. So, they, so <laughs> one got like gorilla and then in like in in the good guys was gorilla and rhinoceros and um Cheetah. Cheetah. But then rat. Like it really jumped. It jumped yeah, so like, quickly down to rat. I mean like, he is a rat. And it he's makes a bigger sense. rat. He's a he gets to be a little bit bigger, mm. but still a big rat. I don't know, maybe I mean have you seen um uh Food of the Gods? Have you seen that? No. no. It's it's an old film for I think from the seventies where basically it's like there's this special food that animals eat and it makes them huge. Mm. And uh, there's just giant rats running around. And they've done that thing where they've filmed one scene and then cut the footage in half and then put the scene of rats on the same set. So it looks like the rats are huge, but they're definitely not. And they sort of just look cute. And then near the end, they sort of shoot them and you know they're actually shooting these poor rats. Oh, no. Like you can see them. I think they're shooting with paint guns because they're sort of going like that. And you're like, oh, poor rats. Oh, my God. That's yeah. yeah, that's seventies. That's a different time. It's a different time. They same, don't let same you same shoot rats for you film can't anymore. Shoot rats. And then Night of the Leapers, that's another one where it's giant rabbits. Definitely watch that. That's hilarious. Mm. It's so anyway, we're off topic. <laughs> Beast Wars. Beast Wars. Did you have more summary? Oh uh, well well the episode where you watch or the only episodes I've ever watched, because I've never seen this before. You two oh, are boy. old school fans. Big oh, fan. And you've brought huge. me into the world. And Welcome. now I am Addicted. Yeah, yeah, you're in. I'm never going back now. <laughs> you can't get out. So we watched episode one. This is a very brief synopsis of it. It says, after travel, because it is really, it's setting up the, f- the franchise. After traveling into the distant past via a transwarp drive, mm-hmm. the Maximals mm-hmm. battle the Predacons in outer space. But both ships crash land on a mysterious planet. They scan for beast forms to uh, protect their robot forms from the planet's large amounts of energon. So that's that's the explanation for why they need to yeah. become animals mm. is because um, their normal robot forms can't handle these vast amounts of a- energons yep. that are uh, on the planet. And which, energons is obvious, is... which is obvious stuff. We all know yeah. that. Yeah. you got to, you got to assume a form. It was the exposition yeah, early was... Especially raw energon. Like you've you got, really, you got to worry if there's totally some raw right. energon there. Yeah, like that's pure energon, everyone. You I don't mean, want to mess with that. Handle with care, please. Because mm. there are mountains of it. What is what? So what does energon do for them? They will want it. But... I think it's power. Powers. Yeah. You get energon powers. It powers you up, and then you can destroy the universe. Right. I don't know. It never explains exactly how you can do that, but he's yeah. like, if Megatron gets the energy on, he's going to take over the whole universe, and that's all you need to know. Mm. All right. That sounded like you were making up the sentences you were going because you just said Megatron energy. Energy. Someone and just someone pitched this show, but it's going Megatron energy. Energy. Uh, uh, I'm going to take a piss, a Tron. <laughs> <laughs> Everything ends in a Tron. Dinobot. Um, no, Dino- that's well, not, not that one. Not but that one. So it's the, the bot or Tron. Or... The the reason we're doing uh, this in for Primus is the 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 boss of the good guys um, takes on the gorilla form. Yes, yes. Mm. So it connects, and he's primal. Optimus. Optimus primal. primal. So Optimus Prime became Optimus Primal. A great, great part. I, re- yeah. I, I read. Amazing. We can all agree. Yeah. I read about this because I was wondering if it was the same robot, but apparently it's a descendant of Prime Optimus Prime. Well, oh, is it? Optimus Prime. Can I just say, is spoilers allowed in this show? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Okay, city. can I spoil a show from 1996? <laughs> you can do your best. I don't know. Uh, 
Optimus Prime does make an appearance. <gasps> oh, that would be exciting. Yeah, so they there is a bit where they attempt to – this is me. I'm, my memory is bad. But Optimus Prime is in it because he is, I think, underneath the ground and then Megatron tries to get rid of him because this is like back earth. So then I sound like a child trying to explain <laughs> this to a parent. And then, and then, so Optimus Prime is under the – under the ground, and then um, I think Optimus Primal tries to take his spark to save it, and then he gives it back, and then they have a moment. Yeah. Optimus Primal and Optimus Prime share a moment. Oh, that's beautiful! That's beautiful, and they look into each other's eyes, he's like, into their Ooh. weird polygon eyes <laughs> that are just not quite right. And you're like, oh, Ugh, my eyeballs. It's real. Like the let's be honest. Like I really enjoyed the show, but watching it back, the graphics are horrific. Like. It's just like even old two D cartoons, old hand drawn cartoons, where you know as old as they look, they always still have a beauty to them. Yeah, mm. there's something you can still enjoy about it. But this is horrific. There are no shadows. Do you know what I'm saying? There are no shadows. It's just this sort of bizarre world where shadows don't um, exist. Excuse and... me, I like a world where shadows don't exist. Why do you like shadows so much, Xavier? Oh. Why do you want to dwell in darkness? You love without throwing the, shade without the shadows. How do we know when it's light? It's light all the time because there's no shadows, Xavier. Yeah, then you can't sleep. <laughs> it's great. How do they sleep? They don't. They're robots. Yeah, but there are animals there and then animals need to sleep. Yeah, the animals are having a nap. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say when we when I started watching this because Evan, who people might know from previous Primates episodes yes. as a, a ding-dong, mm-hmm. he was there and he went, um, he just looked at it and went, Ew. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Uh. It's uh. uh. It's uh. at least because even back in the day of early like computer generated cartoons, they would stick to simple shapes because that's okay. If, if it's just mm. like some squares and and spheres and things, that's all right. But but this is like those like the arm when the arm folds, it's folding in on itself and yeah. it flattens a bit at the thing, and you're like, oh, gross. <laughs> it's just bad. There's a bit where uh, my favorite bit in these first episodes is where Cheetor looks surprised at something, yeah, and you see his eyelids go back into his head and sort yeah. of like clip, clip with his face, <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, yeah. love it, yeah, like he's so shocked his eyelids fucked up, yeah, 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 yeah. Ah! <laughs> it's like someone just turned the dial of how far we get the eyelids back. That's what I want. That is, but the eyelids are gone now. They've clipped out. Not perfect. Doesn't matter. This is how we do computer graphics. But I think they were the first. Were they the first computer generated TV characters? Am well, I imagining not, that? I remember the first one. I remember there was a show called Crash Test Dummies, and that was the mm. first one I remember as like a regular. And I'm sure that's not the first one. That's the one I remember. And then there was another one set inside a video game and the guy had like a Reboot. Bluish, reboot. Yeah. Bluish green his face. Green, the, he was blue face with green hair, isn't he? Yeah. Is yeah. Some of the voices from uh, this show or the voice actors are on Reboot too. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, Matt. We've taken over your podcast. No, that's big a, old nerdos. No, hey, you're, you're guest hosts. Bring it bring it back to, to, to the primates itself. I'm pretty sure the model for Optimus Primal was used in that Suvlaki Hut ad. Have you guys seen the Suvlaki Hut ad where it sort of goes, Anthony do you want a banana? And if you do, you want a banana? Oh, you want Suvlaki? And then, <laughs> then he does a little dance and it's like hands flipping back and forth as it's supposed to be playing a bazooki or something. It's like it is, I swear to God, it's the exact same model and they just somehow got hold of it were like, great. Um, and that was a lot further on in the yeah. 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 That was like so many years later, twenty ten or something. But it's good to see he's still getting work. 
that Optimus model. Primal, you'd worry that, you know, because he is so out of fashion. But he's, yeah. he's still good. He's still good. It still works. Mm. How, how do you guys feel about the – because there's the whole um, truck versus monkey thing, even though obviously he's an ape. Mm. Uh, where, where do you sit on the Transformers thing? Are you, are you preferring the vehicles or the animals? This is the only Transformers series that, that I have engaged with. Right. I do not mm. approve of this truck business. How are you in disguise if you're a robot who's in disguise as another type of robot? Like, this is a proper disguise. You're a gorilla. I have no idea you're a fucking robot, apart from that bit in the episode where Cheetah said, fuck, I wrote down what he said. I'm so sorry. Which no. was the very end? Didn't no, it was in the middle. Oh, he, he came across, like, the wasp uh, yeah. one, and then they all the animals fucked off, and then he was like... This could only mean one thing: robots in disguise, That's which I right, love. Yeah. It's like, no, it can't. Yeah. What if it's just a fucking scary wasp? It's just a giant it's a wasp. Scary wasp. Give a giant wasp. Hey, what? It's just a big bug. Hmm. The way those two reacted—that's no natural life form. And if we're talking unnatural life forms, then we got to be talking about just one thing: robots in disguise. Cheater, maximize. <laughs> I liked him at the end, they kept you doing that. At the end of it, he goes, We'll be here for a long time, and I'll call this the Beast Wars. <laughs> that was my the oh, so good. These will be the Beast Wars. <laughs> the only option you can either be an animal or a robot. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not a good disguise. Yeah, no other options. Yeah. Um, I, though, I think I do prefer trucks because I'm thinking of the reality of these animals turning into robots. So basically it'd be like there'd be like flesh of animals and fur and stuff and then these bone skeletons underneath. And they'd as they transform it'd be horrible. They'd like sort of go like that. Like, like a werewolf a, sort like of a thing. Like a werewolf sort of thing. I like but, that. Nah, it's crazy. This Terminator stuff, man. I don't like that. So, I, I love Optimus Primal when he transforms that his whole bottom section twists. That's ugh, fucked. That's yeah, his fucked knees up. flip. They go flip. I'm like, ugh. When so the really- rhinoceros one does, his, his jaw is on his chest. <laughs> And they're like teeth coming out. And he's just like, like they're all horrific. Like yeah. it's- I love them all. They're all my children. <laughs> uh, I do. I just have to say my favorite character from watching Megan. I said this before to you guys is Tigertron, mm. the white tiger. I've always loved white tigers. And I just I just love the way because he was more primal. He wasn't really talking that much. He was a loner, did whatever he wants. So we didn't we didn't or, or I haven't seen Tigertron because he wasn't in the first episodes. How did he come into the series? I think he's stuck in his pod and and then that he gets shot, his shot his pod gets shot at, and that sort of makes him a bit more primal. So he sort of comes out later, I'm pretty right. sure. Right. Either he from every he crashed land and then his pod got shot, or he's been in this pod the whole time. Because mm. then there's a lot of things. You can just sort of put it robot. It feels like ages. it must be very uh, very coincidental for him to land there because uh, I think the rhinoceros at some point early on goes, we could be anywhere in time yeah. or space. We said space and time because time was the bit that they were really trying to stress. Yeah, Anywhere in space or time. Yeah. They kept saying that. Yeah, they kept saying that, winking at the screen. He knows this rhinoceros. Yeah, um, the big reveal's coming. Well, yeah. I think the pods are the things that they get rid of at the very start where they go... So I think they're in the atmosphere right. and they usually so keep going. Oh, that's right. So there could be some pods anywhere. I think that's yeah. so they could introduce more characters down the track. Yeah. Like, Great. like any women. Yeah. Well, what They the... do. There's a sexy spider, I remember. The sexy spider. Oh, I Googled her. Can I talk about the sexy spider real quick? 
Uh, her name is uh, Blackarachnia. Ah. Do you remember? And it said the Wikipedia entry I looked at was a sultry femme fatale. <laughs> She's smart, sexy, and dangerous. She's got eight legs and she knows how to use them. Uh-oh. Which you'd hope. Like if you had eight <laughs> legs, eight like legs. two of them were just fucking around. She's got eight legs, but can you can only oh. use six. <laughs> it's real fucked. <laughs> it's real fucked. Was she one of the bad guys or was she sort she of was, like, yeah. she was a bad guy? But then she sort of like they all hop over like every so often like Dinobot yeah. at the start comes across. Yeah, Dinobot joined up. Who felt like mm. a Starscream sort of character. Like he was already yes. like, I already hate you, Megatron. I'm getting out of here. I think that this show taught me the concept of like spying on people and like being a spy for the other side. Because I think Rat Trap did that at one point. Yeah, or, yeah, like, yeah. He went over there and he was like, Yeah, I'm gonna be a this bit. And then yeah. he went, Nah, nah. Like I, can't I do remember it. as a kid, <laughs> this is really weird. Like, I would hang out with the boys and the girls because I was watching Beast Wars. Yeah. And also I was a girl. So I'd hang out with both groups and I was like, I'd say to both of them, like, I'm going to go be a spy for the boys. <laughs> and then to the other group I was like, I'm going to be a spy for the girls. And you even though there's nothing from Beast Wars. Even yeah. though there's nothing to report when you get no, like, what's no, going on? No. The boys are going to play hopscotch. Well, the girls are going to play double dutch. Like, what's, what yes. the fuck? Yeah. yeah, it was pretty much that. Um, yeah. So I was a spy for both sides. I had no allegiances. Like, sort of died a bot. You were a double agent. Mm. Did, did you like how they named each other? So when they, they all just landed in these animal forms, they didn't get to pick them or anything. Yeah. It seems like they didn't match up nicely to their personalities, mm. sort of. Yeah. Yeah. But it was. It seems to be pretty random. Yeah. And then, as they're finding their form, they intri- they come out and reveal themselves onto the screen, and then give themselves a name. Hey, now, now you call me Rat Trap. Yeah, yeah. Like he already knew what a rat was, and that a rat trap is a thing, even though they're in the past. <laughs> and like, or I mean, I suppose they'd are. They have they come from Earth, original modern time Earth. Oh. Back. I think they well they did so travel they... back to the past because they were looking for modern time Earth. I think uh, I think and that's and they fucked up. They fucked up. And they're in the wrong place. Yeah. So they, I, so they they potentially do know, but still, I just what a weird thing to go. Well, I mean, I've I've changed form completely. I might as well come up with a cool nickname. Oh, that's a good thing to do. Yeah, I love it. What just would to sort what of would accept you what you are more? You know, what would which one which form would if you could have any um, animal on Earth? Who would Ooh, you? Wait, let's keep one. it a primates. Which primate would you? All right. Well, actually, I forgot to ask you this at the start. What's your oh. favorite primate? Do you oh. have Do you have one? Oh, orangutan. Oh yeah. Yeah. Great. Because hey, it's an know, old man story. But you know how beautiful this is. Your comedy partner Ben Russell also said the orangutan. Oh, oh. that's why. That's why we're comedy partners. Yeah. We share. We share love with orangutans. Yeah. Read into that. <laughs> Read right into that. Don't let Xavier in the zoo if the zoo is watching. <laughs> the zoo is, listening. No. If, 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 if they no. close the zoo and I'm still there, I can't. You can't stop me. All right. So you, it's un, it is uncanny. Holy fuck. No, orangutan, if you climb into orangutan cage, it would rip your head off. Like yeah. those things are so, they're so slow, but they're insanely strong. Like that's why they're so cool. Did you know what? La, on last week's episode uh, with Mark Bonanno and Ben Russell, uh, they kept talking about them ape ladies. <laughs> those beautiful ape ladies. <laughs> they're like, you know what we're talking about. And I didn't know what they were talking about. I'm starting to think I well, know. I, d- I wrote an article about the Wolfen and then I learned about the Human Z. So you know how if you if like a horse and a donkey have sex, it's it a mule. It's the, a mule, the, the, which I call 
uh, the king of the hybrid animal kingdom. It's the king of the, it's the, the most majestic well-known. mule. Majestic mule. And there's the liger, tiger, and lion. Well, there's been for a long time the idea of the human Z, if a human had sex with a chimpanzee. Um, but they haven't been able to successfully do it until tonight. Oh, no. I'm going to the zoo, everyone. Save your nose. Save your nose. You should talk Human to Z. It doesn't work genetically. It won't work. No. It won't work. No. We found, that's the thing I found out in the article. It doesn't work genetically. I thought you got, that's the thing I found out at the zoo. It doesn't work. At the work. zoo. <laughs> wouldn't After take. many times. Mark, Mark did say um, he wouldn't say he didn't want to reveal his techniques, but he said he has his ways. He has his ways. Wolfens do work, though, and appear in the wild. Right, so Wolfen's yeah. like, because I, I remember a, a scientist, when that came out in the news, a scientist was like, please stop calling them Wolfen's, they're not Wolfen's, but they are Wolfen's. Well, that's, you know, it's the it's the nickname, it's the name, yeah, like, you I know, love I'm that. sure there is a scientific name you'd call it, but it's, and it has to be a specific, it can't just be any, I think it has to be like a, a, a female whale and a male dolphin. Right. Right? I can't remember. Read, read can, my article. Can you picture that? I mean, a, a dolphin's like a, sort of like a, a banana. I mean, like, how does a banana, like, they're in a banana shape. They're in a how banana do they even shape. get on a whale? There was also a specific whale as can well. Can you picture it? Can't just be any whale. I mean, I, I can't mean, picture it too. I can picture it, yeah. Okay, well, maybe stop picturing it. Beck, no, you can't you're getting distracted. Not. Nah, um, oh, did you want to hear my my monkey? Yes, I would love to. It's a, it's a journey that I'm going to take you on. I love it. But I, okay, so my favorite uh, primate is called Vang the White Cheeked Gibbon. From the Melbourne Zoo. Um, I'll show you guys a picture. I don't know how you could put up a picture of I'll, this. I'll post monkey. one on the social medias. Um, Follow us on at Primates Pod on Twitter, Facebook, so, and Instagram. Uh, every time I've been to the zoo, it's just the saddest fucking. Oh. Yeah, it's so sad. It's got oh. a sad face. It's adorable, but it sort of just sits and be sad, and then children just walk up to it and go, ha 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 ha. And oh. I'm like, oh. That's and it's your favorite. But wait, wait. So I thought I liked it because I, I feel like I, I am attracted to sad things. Um, but also like it's so like when it isn't being sad, it's quite joyful. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was my thing. I was like, oh, the sad thing. It's like I like it for me. And then I Googled uh, Fang to find out Great name. what's happening. Uh, she turned uh, 48 last year, I think. Whoa. Um, they can live up to 60 years in captivity, um, which is wow. double what they can live in the wild. Yeah. Um, but uh, Just she, prolong that pain. Yeah. She also died last year. Oh, oh, no. So it got even sadder. That's horrific. Um, but she arrived at the zoo in 1981. She had diabetes. And oh, that, really? so I feel like I, I'm just really, I love her. Is it possible that she's not sad and just looks sad? Oh, 100%. She might have resting sad body. I remember once I was at a zoo and I saw some chimpanzees and I was standing next to this like British family and then one of the chimpanzees ate its own poo and the woman next to me went, oh, I'm going to be sick. (laughs) (laughs) That was so good. But that's the thing. I feel like (laughs) primates, they they make you have emotions and sadness is an important emotion to feel and RIP Vang. That's all. See you, Vang. I think it's important that I take a moment out of this podcast to make everyone really sad for a bit. So what? Yeah. Can you can you play uh, when when we say RP Fang, can you play a little bit of music there? Diddle-oo. Oh shit. Or the sound of a can <laughs> hitting a table. And and also just shout out to Two, I think, who was uh, her life partner. They're still there. Oh. Uh, yeah. Well that's good. How's how's the life partner going? Uh he doesn't look as sad, so he's probably alright. 
Yeah, right. Oh, Bloody good. hell. Um, I also, when I watch Beast Wars, I watch it at two times the speed. And, oh, my God, it's so much more fun <laughs> because it's it's mostly guitar the whole way through. So it's just like, quick, let's go over there. Oh, we got to get something so you can get over there. Like, that's just – and I got it all in there. It all came in. Like. So the series went from 96 to 99, three seasons, 52 episodes. But that – I mean, that is not – that's not shredding time. It's the soundtrack sounds like it was done in the eighties. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. hair metal was king. Yeah. But, but it had like that soundtrack has a vibe of a lot of the shows that were out like then. Mm. Like it was a Dragon Ball Z sort of Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Bucky O'Hare. Did you guys know Bucky O'Hare? I love Bucky O'Hare. Do you really love Bucky O'Hare? I, I had toys of Bucky O'Hare. <gasps> I have toys of Bucky O'Hare. Like Bucky and his gorilla friend. I have because one arm was like this, and then one arm was like that. Oh straight. my goodness! Oh my goodness! Yeah, no Bucky one knows O'Hare. who Bucky O'Hare is. So it's like I don't know oh. who Bucky O'Hare is. So it's, in, it's, so it's this little boy uh, that has he a has gorilla in it. Shit, we're doing that next. No, yeah. let's not talk about it now. We're All coming right, back. Save Bucky O'Hare for later. There's Bucky gorillas O'Hare. in it. We can talk about it. Yep. Do you remember Great. the episode where they yeah. they torture them by making them watch the the fro- were they frogs? The bad guys yeah. are frogs. You got to watch the frog. TV and it was like in your eyes and your mouth. They're sort of going like that, and then it cuts to someone eating bugs, and they're like, "Why well, they're upset? They're going to watch the primetime frog television." <laughs> I always, thought, I still think that's funny to this day. So it's a comic book series from con- Continuity Comics, mm. uh, first published in 1984. A lot of pressure in the name of that comic book. If you fucked up, you're, you're called Continuity <laughs> Comics. But also, if you stop, if you stop, then it's no longer continuous. But no, it was a TV series mostly, and. All of these, like, the reason why I think I also got so into Beast Wars was because it's Hasbro, like, it was connected to a toy thing. Yeah. And as a kid, I wanted Cheetor so badly. Yeah. And I was so excited for my birthday. That birthday, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to get I knew that there was a Beast Wars thing coming. I'm like, ooh, ooh, what's it going to be? What's Cheetor, it going to be? Here we go. Open the present. Rat Trap. I got Rat Trap. Rat <laughs> Trap was my Beast Wars toy Look I had. Who it is. It's your favorite <laughs> character, Rat Trap. And then it sort of had to become that because my friend had my friend had Cheetor and uh, another one had Optimus Primals. So we used to play together. And and I you was were, Rat Trap. You were trap. the spy. You were saying you were the spy at yeah. school as well. I think you were Rat Trap. I, I think, think I, I think became, makes, yeah. Your spirit animal's rat trap. <laughs> oh, disgusting. I <laughs> don't oh, trust him. Get out of here. Yeah, my spirit animal is totally a rat. <laughs> rat trap. Um, so the makers of the series were given the characters. They had to work with the characters that the toy company had already created. They're like, oh, these yeah, are the toys we want to make. Now make a series based around these. Much like He-Man. That's mm. how He-Man was. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I think that's why some people are like, why did they pick these? It's like, well, they the, the toy company what obviously tested yeah. a range of animals and this weird group of animals were <laughs> the ones that were the yeah. most successful, and then they had to had to make that scene of the scanning of the Earth yeah, to find yeah, yeah. the most powerful beasts. Powerful. And that's what I was thinking as well, because they're like dinosaurs and then modern day animals. That's why I had to go. Look, there are some bones there, uh, yeah. and then regular animals and like. Well, that's and if, also watch the the um, I think it's called the Toys That Made Us. <gasps> that, I love that series. It's a great series. The yeah. Transformers one is amazing because mm. they had all these toys from Japan and they made a TV series using those toys. They're like these already existed for a while in Japan. Oh, cool! Because some were based off, I think some were Macro. It was just all a bunch of different stuff. Mm. Anyway, because there is like the super cynical part of that is it's everything about this exists as an ad. As toys. an ad for toys, but there is something kind of cool about it as well. Yeah. Mm. 
Because then you get to have the toys. Well, that's it. That's what kids want. Like, you want toys. And I want a TV show about the toys I play with. Like, mm. I that's know cool, it's yeah. selling things. I know it's would be annoying as a parent, like, to be like, great, my kids watch ads all day and if I don't buy these things, they cry and they hit themselves. You know, like, this is a nightmare. What's going on? And look, if you hit yourself, you usually got toys. I'm not saying I did, but I'm just saying it does work. <laughs> no, <don't. laughs> Hi, kids. Hi, kids. Smack yourself. Get Pest a rat trap. Get, you, get a, you get a rat trap. <laughs> um, no, I, I think it's also good because at least th- thinking of how my brain is formed and all these shows that, work to form it Mm. having a show where it goes okay here's these characters in this scenario and then going here's these characters you make your own scenarios it's kind of cool like i think extending out you can as a child you could extend out the series and have your own little things yeah yeah. and make little uh, in real life fan fiction i and that's how i got into writing fan fiction and that's how i got into slash fiction and now i'm on tumblr all the time slash fiction about the guitarist yes it's about Ooh. the guitarist Slash, and it's about his wonderful adventures with his hat. <laughs> it's, it's like uh, it's like that new Mario game. <laughs> what was it where he's, he takes his yeah. cup and he throws it and he talks to it and stuff? And Slash's hat's like, "Come on, Slash, let's go! All right, let's do it!" <laughs> that is a great is idea. Excellent. All right, I'm going to make that. The That's like a Hanna Barbera esque cartoon, like the yeah. ones they're making with um. Oh, I've forgotten his name. Guy with the face tattoo. Oh, um, Mike Tyson. Yeah, Mike Tyson mysteries thing. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. Geez, he's a bad guy, he right? He's bad. He's got a cartoon though, so he can't yeah. be that bad. Really soften that image up. <laughs> well, no, he's he did reform, like he's he's actually really tried to make a big effort to 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 reform his image. I think, but you know, I mean, that's another discussion for another <laughs> podcast. Whether or not someone who's done as horrible things as Mike Tyson can ever truly be forgiven. I don't think that's I'm the one to discuss that. <laughs> so you, anyway, back to your thoughts? Monkey Robot. <laughs> monkey Robot. <laughs> I just want to, just in a sentence, what do you think? What about? Mike Tyson, can he ever? Tri- no. <laughs> <laughs> God, I, don't, I can't quickly talk about that. Just very, just that's in a, a whole, I need to do a whole essay and research it for a year. No, nah, all right. Um, can I tell you my favourite quote from the Beast Wars episode? Yes. Moderate your conflict circuits, Maximals. <laughs> I want to start fucking saying that. Wait, what does that moderate mean? Moderate your conflict circuits. Moderate your conflict circuits. Oh, just like oh. stop fighting. Yeah. Great. Who's yeah, saying that? Is that uh, that's Yeah, I think that was Optimus. That's, yeah. that's Optimus Primal was a real uh, nerd. He was very much like, yeah. oh, okay. Like he was, you know, mm. he wasn't cool like but, Optimus Prime. No, yeah. the voices also I feel like were the voices of uh, every single cartoon of that time. You had yeah. the guy who was like, bah, 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 and then you had, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then you had, what was the other one? Oh, like um, I'm a cool guy. Here we yeah. go. And then, whoa, 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 whoa. yeah, yeah, it was all that. And yeah. then that's why I think Rat Trap was so exciting because he came in and like, hey, I'm Rat Trap, but uh, I'm walking here. You it know, just like... feels like I'm talking to my hero, <laughs> and I can't handle it. It's like he's in the room. The... Hey, Hello, Rat Mr. Trap. It's your favorite character, Rat <laughs> Trap. Uh... My favorite character by default, Rat by Trap. Default. You don't want me. Nobody wants me. Ah. Oh, I'm Rat Trap. I had a similar thing with the Ninja Turtles toys. We got parents gave me and my brother all four of the figurines uh, when we in the nineties. Yeah, and uh, my younger brother got first pick. He picked Michelangelo, the party dude. Yeah, obviously. Then I got second pick. So I'm like, all right, the leader, Leonardo. Then he got Raphael, and then I got Donatello. So he ended up probably the two cool ones. 
Yeah. And I picked the two nerd ones. You got the nerd boys. But I still, to this day, Donatello is my favourite. Yeah, I, I mean, Ninja is my Turtle. favourite too. Is it because purple? And maybe it's purple. Stick. It's just be, I think staff. it's. I like it's the, the, staff. the staff. The staff yeah. makes sense. You got reach. Yeah. You're just better with a staff. Yeah. You and I, I think I do like going for the non-obvious one as well. Like yeah. that's some built-in thing, the underdog. You go for the underdog. Yeah. I've never picked my favourite and I never will. Oh, really? I love all four of them equally. They're you associate my... different parts of yourself. They all different... represent the four humours of life. <laughs> Black bile, yellow bile, red blood. Look it up. It's a thing. The four humours. <laughs> There's a whole, there was a whole What's episode. What's the fourth of... one? I can't remember, but it was on cracked.com. It was this thing about the four humans. It's this like four personality types, and you can relate it to all four um, different characters. Like, you know, Scooby-Doo, there was four characters, and they represented each one. Right. Same with all different types, like uh, Sex and the City, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You're such a Samantha. You're such a Raphael. So Raphael, exactly. You're such a Rhino Who What was Rhino Is that the right? What was his name? Rhino? Rhino Corp. Rhinox? That feels Rhinox. right too. Yeah, maybe it's Rhinox. I don't even know. What... Who cares? I'm so sorry. He's right, not a primate. Continue. I don't care. Okay, sorry. Optimus Primal. What a great guy. Good on him. So the 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 voice. Like you're talking about the voice actors. The voice actor. Was the voice was the for um, Optimus was the... Primal was this guy Gary Chalk. <laughs> oh, Gary Chalk. <laughs> you know Gary Chalk. Oh, he seems lovely. Hi, I'm Gary Chalk. <laughs> he look, I'll post a photo of him. But he he's amazing. I've seen him at church once. Yeah, Gary but... Chalk goes to church. He. He has, a, like, a good car, but it's not too expensive. Yeah. It's a reasonable car. You were talking about how they're, they're all the same voice actors, but you just look through his career and he's been in every cartoon. He's been in Bucky O'Hare, Really? Yeah, he's Dogstar, I think. Holy shiver the timbers. I can't I swear in front of Gary Chalk. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, he's... Oh, I'm sorry, Gary Chalk. <laughs> Played Commander Dogstar. Yeah. Is in the new adventures of He Man. He's in Captain N, the game master. He's uh, in <laughs> Broken Badges. Everyone remembers that. Oh, was... Broken Badges. Love it. There's some broken badges <laughs> and they're not being put back together. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> broken Badges. He played three different characters in 21 Jump Street. I love, the, I love those long running series. And they were like, in 1987, he played a rent a cop. In yeah. 1988, he played. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Dave. In 1990, <laughs> he played Coach Brandon. Oh. Hey, we need someone to play this coach. Get Gary Chalk. He's great. <laughs> Gary Chalk will nail it. Okay, hey, Gary, you, you're free? Of course I'm free, guys. Gary's going to be there. Gary can do it. Gary's Rat Trap an agent now. Rat Trap is an agent. Rat Trap was an agent on 21 oh, Jump Street. I didn't know. Hey, I'm Rat Trap. I'm the agent 21 Jump Street. Boom, boom. Is it the same in MacGyver? He played uh, in 88, he played Tony Ellis. In 89, he played Detective Sweeney. In 89, later that year, he played Sergeant Harold Gray. And then the next year, he went back to playing Detective Sweeney. Man, this oh. guy's great. I just love hearing that because it's just he's just a working actor. He was a guy working, paying the bills, 
never famous, but always just like a like a solid. Yeah, like he's... you call on him, you call on Gary Chalk, he'd nail it. He was good, you know. Fuck yeah, I love Gary Chalk. He, he just gets the job done. I love Gary Chalk as well. Yeah. Well, it's got to be one of the best names of all time. And he go from voice acting to TV acting, like live action. Like he could do everything. Mm. Like that's so cool. I it... bet he could do circus. Yeah, I reckon he did. I could see some Gary Chalk circus. There was a. Was there a Double Dragon series? That's not based on the game, is it? Must have been. Sure. Wow. He played multiple character voice acted in that with multiple characters. Was there anything more monkey again? For him? Mm. Oh, yeah. Sometimes people get stuck in the primates. Mm. You know, they start to specialize. But, yeah, he doesn't look like, I mean. His the, pr- vo- the primate jungle. Yeah. Once you get in. Once you get in the jungle, you're not getting out. Let's hope we, get, we meet Gary Chalk again. Andy Serkis is, is is starting to yeah. get stuck in that jungle. He's in the Primates jungle. Yeah. Um, also, oh, I always forget his name, but there's this great guy who's played nearly exclusively uh, ape suit characters, um, including Bolo. His name's something like... Oh. I should, should really remember his name. Oh. Something like Peter Alexander, but he's the pyjama man. Yeah. Isn't he? I think I, think I know you're talking about because I remember watching like the making of the new um, Planet of the Apes. Like what was that called? The first like when it, with James Franco and um, uh, Rise. That was Rise. last week's episode, Rise yeah. of the Planet of the Apes. Yes, and there was, and there was the monkey expert was in that, and and he was he was teaching them all. He was this British guy. I told him how to be a monkey. Is how you do it. <laughs> I'm a monkey actor. I teach people how to be monkey. You got to think like a monkey. Um, and they're like, oh, this movie's about apes. Yeah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck, oh, come out and see, guys. <laughs> Completely different. <laughs> <laughs> he only worked for one day. Oh. They're like, we'll still pay you. Thank you, guys. I'm just sorry. I didn't read the whole email. I just said, I just read, we need your help, and I put my tickets. This was a mistake. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. That is, I love that guy. That guy's good. <laughs> that guy's a great guy. Do you think guy. I could be a voice actor like Gary Chalk? I 100% I really think, think you could. could. You Anyone could out there should. is making cartoon, please, I want to be your Gary Chalk. <laughs> <laughs> Could you do a Gary Chalk? Hi, this is Gary Chalk. I'll turn up on time and I'll do a good job. It's Rat Trap again. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> Did he play Rat Trap? <laughs> no. no. damn it. He's off to his primal. Oh, hi, I'm Gary Chalk. <gasps> I will come in. I'll be there on time and I'll do a very good job. Uh, Autobots, randomize. <laughs> <laughs> randomize. That's a whole new thing I'm working oh, that's on. That's cool. It's, a whole, it's called Random Bots. <laughs> and they're half animal, half truck. And then... <laughs> Their arms just all over the place. <laughs> I'm stuck. Oh, help me. Come on, rat flap. It's just, <laughs> I'm half rat, half flap. It's not a good combo. <laughs> is this like the knockoff Beast Wars yeah. toys? This is the ones that went assembled well, and they're like, you have to make a cartoon out of the, out of the toys that didn't come together. All oh, right? no, my torso's still backwards. Uh oh. Means I can punch backwards more forwards. <laughs> I can't see what's coming though. You gotta help me out, Optimus Primal. <laughs> no, his name's Optimus Pival. <laughs> Cheat Ball. Cheat Ball. Hi, I'm Cheat Balls. <laughs> no, sorry, what, what are we talking about? I don't remember. Oh, no. you, you were applying for a job as Gary Chalk. Yeah, I'll be your Gary Chalk. <laughs> Gary Chalk, rock solid guy. I just. I, I'm a big fan of the chalk. If he, if if you're listening, Gary, please contact us. Just get in touch. Come. I can't wait to get a phone call from. Hi, this is oh, Gary Chalk. Amazing. I'm happy to talk to you guys. 
in Australia. That's what it'll say, something like that. In Aussie land. And then it'll feel <laughs> gross. You're like, don't say Aussie land. That's gross. Somewhere in... Australia. Some, anywhere in space or time. <laughs> <laughs> We're in modern day, Gary. With, We're not there, ta- Gary. You're not time traveling, Gary. Come on, Chalk. Come on, Chalk. Oh, fuck. It's so good. <laughs> Gary Chalk. I'm going to name a character in something at some point, Gary Chalk. you got to use that. Only with one R, just to avoid copyright issues. <laughs> Can you copyright your, yourself? Yeah. That's what I have to do. That thing. I think you trademark yourself. Okay. Yeah. Or or you can sue someone for using your story in their movie. That's why I say this is you know this this movie any characters associate. What's that thing oh, that in a movie? Is that any characters? Yeah, uh, people who fict- uh, are all fictitious and it's purely coincidental. If- so if someone makes a biopic of you or a without, biopic, biopic without your permission, then you then you're you've you've you got to get some cleaners. money from it. Yeah. Same for yeah. the cleaners. Yeah. Right. Same oh, that's in- that is interesting. Um. I don't know if uh, do do you guys want to talk uh, start wrapping up our chat about Beast Wars? Mm. So we talk about uh, the primate character in the in the thing and how much of ourselves do we see in them? So mm. chimpanzees and humans show about ninety eight percent DNA. Mm. As a percentage, Xavier, how much of yourself do you see in Optimus Primal? I think a lot. I think I take on a lot. I feel like I'm a leader to all my friends. Yeah, mm. and and they don't listen to me sometimes. You know, so I think a lot of my friends are the, the rat traps out there. You know, I'm like, come on, guys, trust each other. <laughs> just, just trust each other. Stop being rat traps. <laughs> and your friends don't listen to you. They don't listen. <laughs> and they join other. They join other groups. No. Oh. Yeah, so, so a bit. Yeah, a bit. As a percentage, how much you reckon? <clears throat> how much is uh no, out 90, of a hundred? We're talking 80, classic 80, percentage. 85. 85. I'm 85%. And what's that 15%? What is that? What's the, where does. Where that's is just it? me. I'm now, now that's my rat trap side. Right. Oh, right. Mm. Everyone's got a rat trap side. I know. I think I, rec- I reckon I'm 50% rat trap. <laughs> <laughs> I've changed my chair. I'm more rat trap. I'm always thinking of where else I can go and better places yeah. I could be. Yeah. Even right now, I've turned my body language to the door. Because <laughs> I'm thinking about another podcast we're doing right yep. now because I'm rat trap. It's yin and yang. Yin and yang. Yeah, Optimus Prime rat trap. 50%. Yeah. What a, oh, that's, a beautiful, that's a beautiful mishmash. Mm. Yeah, perfect balance. Yeah. That's living life in perfect harmony. Mm. Damn right. That's the four, uh, the two humors. Two humors. You got rat trap. I keep losing humors. <laughs> I'm gonna look podcast. up the four. While well, you do yours, but I'm gonna look up the four humors. So what's the what's the out of a, out of 100? How much of yourself do you see in Optimus Primal? I reckon like uh, probably zero, almost. Wow. Like I don't relate to him at all. I think he's a bit of a ding dong. Yeah. And um, I don't think when when Dinobot was like, I'm gonna take over the group, and he was like, Nah. It's like why? Like what are you bringing to the table apart from you crash the ship mm. into a thing? You can't. You keep all the pred, pred, what are they called? Pred, pred, predacons. Pred, all of them, all that lot. They keep getting new, new boys out yeah. of the the pods. What are you doing about that? Yeah, it takes you three seasons to leave. Like that's what are you doing, mate? And also, like, just letting Dinobot in in the first place. Like, understandable, but also like. Why are you trusting him? He got what? What has he done to prove? Mm. Apart from this code of honor, there is this weird little what? fight he does. Oh. I, I won't kill you while you're down there, but I'll shoot you. In the, he still shot you in the face. Oh, absolutely. There's another scene where, like, 
Rat Trap like puts a gun up to Dinobot's face. I'm like, this is a children's show. <laughs> I love it. He's put it up to his face, and then Ultra's Prime was like, no, don't, don't do that. And Does anyone like, ever Why? die? Yes. Oh. What? There is a lot of death. I was watching a YouTube video that was like all the deaths in Beast Wars, and it's amazing. There is a horrifying episode where there is like a malformed beast war- beast thing. It's not. I don't think it's like particularly a maximal or a mm. protocol. I think it's in the middle, and it's got the most haunting face. It's like a human face, like like you know, um, before they put like Woody on to- from Toy Story put his textures on. It's like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> He's yeah, like yeah. just a skeleton and it walks around and it's got like a big neck like this. It's like, bleh, bleh, like <laughs> that, right? And then it dies like, good. in fire and it turns, <laughs> I think it turns to one of the, um, one of the Beast Wars, that's not what they're called, uh, turns and it goes like, friend. I'm like, oh, <laughs> as it dies, I think it goes also, maybe the last word it says is, it sounds like a, ran, a random bot. I have to show you. It's awful. Anyway, so there's that. And, like, spoilers, Dinobot dies a few times. Really? Oh, a few they, times. They bring them back is the thing. They bring them back as clones and, like, mm. it's like in the next season there's they get all medley so that they can sell ones that had silver plastic on them, I guess. Oh, yeah, because so they, they, they get exposed yeah. to some sort of energy thing mm. and then they change. But there's yeah. a bit of a goof uh, because Ooh. earlier than that, uh, the wasp is exposed, <gasps> but does not actually have the same effect on them oh, in no. the in the first season. But then when when the They're writers not... go, oh, now it suits us for then this energy to it. affect. I mean, come on, you treating us as like idiots. That sort of thing wouldn't happen in continuity comics. Exactly no, right. They know exactly what they're doing. I also like just quickly. I love when Optimus Prime was bitten on the leg, and when he fell over, that animation was hilarious. <laughs> Do you know what I'm He just sort of yeah. just went from like vertical to horizontal in like two frames. He just went, <laughs> oh, like but also it was really kind of weirdly gory. Yeah, like it was like just a dinosaur chomping down on a gorilla leg. Yeah, really went for it, and it was all shiny like blood. It was wild. well, I think it was because he was getting exposed to the energon. Right, but also <laughs> that is the nerdiest scene. <laughs> He was, I think you'll find he was going to expose the energy. Right. right. Yeah, I yes, guess. of course. <laughs> of course. Yes. This makes total sense. <laughs> that's that's the law. Yeah, that's the it's all We're the talking law. science here, people. Do you know well they I think this series originated the concept of Transformer Sparks, like that they all have a spark in them and they go off to Ah. Yeah. Which is weird that this contributed to the overall Transformers law. It wasn't just about toys. Yeah. That's... Can't wait for the Beast Wars movie. They're going to do it, I reckon. I reckon they do it. They should bloody. Does it already do exist? I think it'd be that'd be great. To, I'd love to see this in in with a big budget. Yeah, and mm. with modern um, CGI. Yeah. Oh yeah, like it's or, like real gorillas. It would look sick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I think it'll be insane and disgusting. Mm. Flesh on metal. It'll be like that. It will right. be like. Uh... So it is meant to. So they aren't. That is. It's not meant to just look like it. They actually are. F- it is flesh. I think they're supposed to look like flesh. Mm, they're supposed to sort of hide. So yeah. they think they're supposed to. So it's not. The and so it actually is. Yeah. They actually transform into so. flesh and blood on metal. That is. Mm. That is like a freak a, show. Like that AI sort of thing, and when like I think it will look fine. I think it will. And I'm worried. I think it'll be. I just looked it up. This will be like Tetsu the Iron Man, the metal fashionist look. Where it's what? like metal going inside human flesh. It's messed up. Mm. Get ready for it. 
let's get the director, Shinya Tsukamoto, to make Beast Wars. Has anyone seen Tetsuo the Iron Man? No. no. It's messed up. Let's get in, him. In a good way? No. Well, no, yeah, it is. It's like a, it's like a Japanese cyberpunk horror film. Something where, where people put bits of metal inside themselves. Ah. Oh, that is so cyber. <laughs> that is cyber as. Cyber as. Cyber man. AF. Yeah. Did you guys know the, the voice of Rat Trap slash Dinobot slash Waspinator is Scott McNeil, who mm. was born in Brisbane? He's an Australian. No. What? Yeah. Do you move back to Brisbane eventually and we can meet him? I hope so. I love that he's the one doing the New York accent, but he's from Brisbane. But Brisbane is the closest to New York accent, I'd say, of all the Australian accents. Yeah, I'm from Brisbane. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, it's got that little fake beach. Yeah, let's do it, boys. Oh, my God, I can meet my hero. Where is he? Is he still you got to go meet him. He's also he's worked on Dragon Ball Z and yeah, Scooby-Doo 2. Oh, is he Piccolo? Yeah, your favourite coffee. Oh, Piccolo. Teeny tiny coffee. Little coffee. Uh, like a little weird. teeny tiny coffee. Grab a little piccolo and uh, a green muscle man. But green, but piccolo was green. Yeah, he it? was green. He was green. And a green muscle man. <laughs> hey, the, so something before we do finish talking about these guys, I wanted a, a couple of quick little fact things. Mm-hmm. One of them is that in Canada, it wasn't called Beast Wars. It was called Beasties. Mm-hmm. It's called Beasties. How did, how did the show end though? When he said, "We'll stay here for a while, and we will, we'll call these Beasties." <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a a spinoff of Friends, but with robots. They're my Beasties, and they all beasties. they all jump into the water fountain and just yeah. short circuit and die. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch that. That's fun. Yeah. I also I pulled out this um. This little paragraph about the whole truck not monkey thing. So you guys aren't familiar with that too much? Hmm? Apparently it was a big online thing uh, spelt all, in all caps T-R-U-K-K not M-U-N-K-Y. Truck not monkey. It started out as a thing. The old sc- Well, anyway, let me just read this thing from IMDb. Truck not monkey is a popular fan phrase that was coined when the show had been airing and is still being used today. It came from Hi, Matt right now. This That's is, it. It came from the extremely vocal bracket. This is this has been very editorialized. Whoever wrote this, uh, from the ver- from the extremely vo- extremely vocal bracket and annoying complaints <laughs> that many angry Transformers fans had leveled against the series, namely that Optimus Prime went from being a truck to a gorilla bracket monkey. Which is obviously mm. it's not a monkey, it's an no. ape. Mm-hmm. But they're they're like, when I'm going to call it what it actually is. Yeah. Uh, the phrase is written incorrectly and in all caps on purpose so as to lampshade how ridiculous these complaints were. Not only was Optimus Prime well, not the same character as Optimus Prime, and gorillas are, are more correctly apes. Mm. Thank you. Mm. Further, the cartoon's creators had no control over which kind of animal the characters turned into since that was decided upon by the toy designers at Hasbro slash Kenner. And besides, him being a gorilla had no bearing on the actual production values or writing quality of the show. Mm-hmm. Over time, the phrase came to be used as a ridicule against anti-Beast Wars fans in general. <laughs> or, at, or at least those that claim to hate the series purely because its cast transforms into animals instead of vehicles. At times, it is used as a catch-all phrase to mock every Transformers fan who is of the belief that anything new and unusual is by default bad. It's big. That's a great message mm. in there. Yeah, I mean, don't, don't be afraid of new things. You know, Beast Wars was the new way. And something else will be newer next. Who knows what's next? You know, uh, 
you know, anything. <laughs> <laughs> they turn into lollies. Lollies. And then you sell lollies. Oh, that's and good. And robots inside. Mm, and then you choke. And you die. It is amazing how powerful that stuff is because I instantly wanted lollies. Yeah. Instantly. I'm like, I want some musk lollies. Yes. It's going to get some now. Jeez, you're powerful, Beck. Mm. You work in, in, in media and that's what you bloody do. That's what you, you do. You evil types in, you, in the media. We put ideas in your head. Yeah, we go like, mm, you like lollies? Here, I've said it. Yeah. Think <laughs> Look about at it. That. Mm. That's dastardly. <laughs> Let me bring up something. Lollies. That's how it works. I want lollies. Now, and to finish off the show, as you guys, big fans of the show, would know, we finished with a segment called Priming (laughs) Sports. We finished with a segment. Oh, my goodness. We finished with a segment called Primate Sporting Mascots or Similar. Mm -hmm. I haven't figured out exactly what those segments are called, but something like that. Uh, And I received a message from a listener named Ryan Messer because I've been starting to run out of Primate Sporting Mascots. Before I get into that, do you have a favourite sporting mascot? Are you a big sportsman? I'm not a big sportsman, but I did look up online beforehand to find one. Yes. And I got as far as looking through the AFL mascots, and I didn't realise that the Dockers mascot is Johnny the Dock Docker. Yes. It's just a guy with blonde hair who wears the Dockers jersey, good. and that's it. And I'm like, that's my favourite because that's the least effort they've ever put in ever. <laughs> like even the ones that aren't an animal-based team. Yeah. Like Carlton has, it's super, uh, it's like super Carlton. He's, like, he's like a superhero. A superhero. Captain Carlton or, or something Captain like Carlton, yeah. Captain Carlton. And then even with the Suns, not the Suns, the um, Gold Power? Coast. Gold, the- Gold Coast. No, there's the Suns. It's Gold Coast Suns, yeah. And they're like. What, he's is, like what does he do? He's like, a, he's like a superhero as well. So oh, the boys right. made them like, and Power's like, like, like something else. like Yeah, like a lightning bolt head. Lightning bolt head man. Like yeah. makes sense. Mm. This Who's one, a superhero. And this one even, they have the Dockers. He could have had like a giant foam anchor and he could have worn, had a big beard and been like a seaman. Like, yeah. You know. But no, they just went, nah. He just looks like a sort of surfy guy. Yeah. He, he just looks like a, a blonde haired dude who plays for the Dockers. That is one of the fun. I think that came up earlier. It's what a funny thing where this. This man, mm-hmm. and we we talked all about the guy who plays Johnny Do- Docker in the Congo episode. He's he's a fascinating guy. He also plays Perth Wildcats because you're a, you're a Perth man. Yeah, mm-hmm. he I plays the big four: Perth Wildcats, West Coast Eagles, Eagle, Johnny the Doc Docker, and uh, George the Gorilla from uh, the Perth Glory. Oh, he plays them is all. Perth Glory, a gorilla. Yeah. So you've already talked about the Perth Glory gorilla. Yeah, Perth yeah. Glory gorilla. Big time. Yeah, oh, yeah. So we, this is people have already talked about this before. Someone's mentioned um, Johnny the Doc Docker. Only very briefly we talked about Johnny the Doc Docker, but not about how the fact that he's just a man. I didn't. Even, it didn't even occur to me how silly that is. It is. It's a most, man. It's a man with who's dressing hair. up yeah, as a man. Silly. I mean, all the other people in the team are men. No, but it should be. It should be something exciting, like an animal or a new thing. Yeah, but what if it's a good man where you're like, oh, you're you're not in any scandals. <laughs> you haven't taken a photo of a woman like and the, posted it online, like that's a what fuckhead. The, that's like what the saints a are going to do. Model of just, a man. It's going to be. It's just a man with no no scandals. <laughs> what an amazing thing! What? This is rare. That doesn't make sense yeah. in football. This is like a that unicorn is, or something like, in the AFL world. I think it's probably a problem that people are looking up to bomb bombs, big old bomb boy. Yeah, no, bomb. I love the bomber one. That one's great. He's yeah. like a he's like a plane, like and you drop a blo- bomb on you, and he'll kill you. Like that's great. I think their mascot <laughs> that they use. I don't know if it still is. But I'm pretty sure the mascot that walks around the boundary and stuff is a mosquito. 
Yeah, the bombers. I yeah. do remember that. Uh, that's, that's, that was smart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, softening the message a little bit there. Can mm. I talk about the the mascot I like, which is not a, it's not a primate. I'm really sorry. Is a tiger. If you used a primate, I would have been furious because I do one a week, and oh, if okay. you burnt, you would have burnt two oh, in one episode. It. it would have been no oh, good. Whisper that <laughs> quietly in my ear. It's a very finite resource. This primate sporting mascots. Um, it's the tiger from the Richmond Tigers. He, apparently, his name's Stripes, but I think his name used to be something different. Um, but as I was looking at Stripes, I realized that what I what I actually I don't know if I because I'd go for Richmond Tigers, mm-hmm. but I think who I really like, not a sporting mascot, but very similar, is Chester Cheetah from the Cheetos packets. Oh, yeah. Is that allowed? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, for sure. eating Cheetos is a sport a in sport itself. Sport yeah. Can people competitively eat Cheetos? Well, if you eat it with a spoon, then you don't get stuff on your fingers. Oh. Mm. And that, obviously, spoons <laughs> equal sports. That's, a, you know, egg and spoon race. It's true. That's a, that's a sport Three everyone degrees. competes in. That's like the first sport. I should have picked an, a, a food mascot. What was I thinking? I love food so much more. I can't think of one now, though. Certainly. One day we're going to talk about the the monkey on the Coco mm. Pops box, I'm sure. Yeah. I want to be there. I used to have a joke about that. I wrote two jokes about that. Really? Calm down. i got a I Coco Pops don't... joke as well. I oh, do you? What, what amazing... Um, so, they've given so much to the comedy community. Oh. <laughs> this is the widest conversation. <laughs> I also had a joke about a cereal box. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, oh, I was going to say, Chester Cheetah, though, had like video games made about him. He's just a cool dude. There was always something written on the packet in Chester Cheetah's voice. Mm. He's a great guy. That's Chester all. Cheetah's great. Chester mm. Cheetah. And he was on Tarzos. Remember that? Yep. Mm, good man. Oh, yeah. He, he does seem like a real cool guy. Mm. I, I got a, I I got a pack of um, beefsteak Cheetos at home. I've been what? saving up. You know, beefsteak? Beefsteak. Why Korean, would you not give? Korean Cheetos. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I went into a, a supermarket and they had them there. I was like, I'm getting these. Oh, that sounds great. I just haven't eaten them yet because I've got to wait. I want to enjoy them. Yeah. Fair beef steak Cheetos, everyone try them out. You gotta take, yeah, pick your moment when you're really gonna enjoy it. Beef, I just beef steak Cheetos sounds like a great zoot suit riot <laughs> cover, <laughs> like a weird. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Sorry, yes. Beef. Please welcome beef the beef steak Cheetos. Man, why don't they bring back Scar? It was great. <laughs> stop it! No, um, no, stop it. Also, I, when have we talked about this before? I'm trying to remember if I've talked who I've talked about. How horrible there was that band called the Cherry Poppin' Daddies. How were they allowed to be anything? That is the worst fucking name in the world. Oh, Fuck you, is... Cherry Poppin' Daddies. Disgusting. That is awful. <laughs> Get out. I mean, at least they're authority figures. They're just I, they're gonna, no, 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 no. No. Xavier, I think what you got to remember is that they were around in the 90s uh, in a pre-9-11 world. Uh, but it was, it was a different time. Wars. Yeah, it was a different time. Beast Wars were on. We were more naive people back then. I they probably didn't know what the words meant. Cherry Pop and Daddies, and no one thought that was weird. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think about this as a <laughs> as a mascot? Uh, a blackboard called Gary Chalk, right? Love so it. we talk maybe like we're in Brunswick now. We call them the we call our team the Brunswick Blackboards. Yeah, and Gary Chalk's out there on the boundary line just as himself. <gasps> yeah, but he has fun things written on him, like all the chalkboards in Brunswick, like out the front of cafes. Fun little puns, like and a fun like pun, that. yes, or a, or like a song parody selling your bagels. Yes. You know, like, zoot, zoot, bagel, cream cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I 
still in a. <laughs> zoot. I don't know where that oh, came from. Amazing. Is that even scar? The zoot suit? So that's more no, swing, right? That's swing. It's, uh... No, but I think it's connected. Cherry, actually, no, Cherry Pop and Daddies was swing. They were a swing band. Look up Cherry Pop and Daddies now. Uh, do, do you want to give them the hits? Actually, don't. No. <laughs> Fuck you, Cherry Pop and Daddies. I wonder if they got a Wikipedia page. They would. Poppin'. Oh, yeah, they do. Damn, bam, did they, bam, do, bam, did bam. they do Zoot Suit Riot? I think that was the Zoot Suit. Was there a band called Zoot Suit Riot or was that their song? No, they did. They did Zoot Suit they Riot. Zoot Suit Riot. Cherry That's Pop why and I Daddies. Thought... <laughs> Amazing. <gasps> They're from Eugene, Oregon. Woo! Great name for a city. <laughs> Can't believe that's not a gif yet. <laughs> they they were they were from the mask basically. Yeah, they the were mask. from the world where the mask the mask and the cherry popping daddies definitely existed that was, that in was the a, same that period. That was a moment in time when yeah. everything came together. Anyway, so this is the uh, segment called Primate Sporting Mascot Segment or something like that. And this week I got a message from listener Ryan Messer and he messaged saying, "Hey Matt, I think you'll like this one. I live in Taiwan, uh, Taipei, Taiwan." Bracket, which isn't part of China, and which I appreciate the extra intel there. And the city next to us, Taiwan, has a famous baseball team here. And he, he clicked, uh, included the Wikipedia link. And the team is called the Lamigo Monkeys. Oh. Uh, and this is, here's a few little bits from, they've got a, to me, a fascinating short history. The Lamigo Monkeys were formerly the first financial holdings Agan. That's what they were originally called as a team. The first financial holdings are gone. (laughs) That's a really hard one to write chants for. Yeah, yeah. try and chant that. (laughs) First financial holdings are gone. Actually, I feel... Carmen, to get you, they're going to win. It's fine, actually. Actually, it's good. Good work. Yeah. Uh, And then they became... That didn't last too long. Then they became the La New Bears, which sounds a bit more like a team. But La New is also another corporation. Um, so they're a professional baseball team based out of Taiwan, uh, owned and administered by the Kaishwing-based shoe-producing Lanyu Corporation. Mm. The Bears qualified for the playoffs in 2006 for the first time in team history by finishing with the best record for the whole season, gained an automatic berth into the Taiwan series. So they're up and about, right? Nice. Um, when they were f- when they kicked off, known as and they were known as the first financial holdings again. Um, they were owned, would you believe this? Uh, they were owned by the First Financial Holding Corporation, which I, I reckon they they really they made it their name pretty fun. Mm. I would have just gone First Financial Holding Corporation baseball team. Yeah. But they they put that agan in, yep. and that made it feel better to me. Yeah, mm. that adds the fun and the spice. Yeah. A little spice. A little spice there. Uh, it's So when they... Um, they were asked uh, to, to start a team. It's then Chairman Chen Cheng Lung was a keen political supporter of President Chen Shu Bian. Apologies for probably all these pronunciations. And upon the president's request, they, uh, he immediately agreed to take over one of the two former TML teams. That's when he got on board, right? But he was soon um, he soon had to resign due to an allegation of insider trading in two thousand three. And once he was gone, the first financial holding corporation no longer showed the willingness in running the team. Um, so then they became the Alar Bears and then they became the Lamigo Monkeys. After several years of futile effort to manage 
Koshwing Market, the team relocated to Taoyuan County, now Taoyuan City, and changed its name to Lamigo Monkeys in January 2011. My new favorite uh, baseball team over there. Hmm. Lamigo, obviously, is a subsidiary of La New Corporation that operates a wellness center, restaurants, as well as a travel agency in northern Taiwan. Since Lamigo is based is in it, northern Taiwan... Is this, is this an ASMR thing now? Have we changed <laughs> yeah. it to something else? Because it's good. Know. It's good, but yeah. it's, it's really putting me to sleep. Like, I'm just... Oh, my God. I feel like I don't even read this as I was a doctor's office. They didn't have any other, like, magazines around. And then someone had left, like, an, a memo on... Hey, by the way, this is the history of this. And I read it out and went, well, that killed a minute. Yeah. Like, but it, I mean, that is... Thank you for writing in. I'm not being an... Well, I am being an asshole. Yeah, you are. I'm, that's, that's, my, that's my character. That's my style. Um, 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 yeah, rat, rat flap. trap, <laughs> rat flap. Hey, wait, th- thanks for the story, but next time, why don't you just send me a couple of Valium, do the same job? <laughs> I'm rat trap. But, Fuck you, rat trap. But I think it's because of how dull it is, is what makes it so amazing to me. This is top line baseball over there. This is serious stuff. I feel like. But it's, all the baseball gone yeah. and just all the corporate behind-the-scenes stuff that <laughs> no one should really so, care about. But they normally that is behind-the-scenes. Normally, but they've just gone, fuck <clears> it. You got the, it. Your name is Global Megatron yeah. Company Yeah, Monkeys. It is. I find that. This feels I like. I mean, we, have, like, we had a, an arena here called High Sense Arena for a long time. That's true. Like, oh, that's true. I feel like corporations, I think this would be a similar story for a lot of places. For some reason, we've somehow escaped this, but it'll yeah. definitely happen. Yeah. Like, we're true. not yeah. too far from the Taco yeah. Taco Bill Tacos. Yeah. That's a great name. I'm they're, sure they'd be big taco dancing. Yeah. Hmm? There is a team. The Fres- there's the the Fresno Tacos is a team in America minor league baseball, Ooh. which I love. Delicious. Their emblem is a. Ooh, sorry, shit. sorry, I, I, I was playing with the microphone too much. Oh you were feeling so anxious about all the tedious children oh, stuff. Um, hmm. but did you know, or you you guys would know, working uh, at the project, this would have been a whole episode probably. But uh, my team, the Saints, their home ground is going to be called the Marvel Stadium. Yes, Marvel Stadium. Mm. And they're going to have Marvel shops selling comic book stuff and have big Marvel character statues around the outside of the go. game. It's going to be so much fun. I'm excited. It's a, and it's good because like now I might go to the football. They're yeah. trying to get the geeks in by tricking them. Yeah, and I appreciate that because I've been tricked. That's <laughs> yeah. It's um, worked. I'm stuck. It's like, the lollies thing all over again. Ooh, I can buy overpriced keychains. Get me in there. Thank you. I hope they make it like speedball. That's how they can make it exciting. Mm. Like now and again, there's a roll with the whole round where the ball's like hot, and it's you got to quickly pass it. <laughs> or your hands yeah. burn off, and yep. you have to punch people, and you know it's like a cyberpunk game from the future. Metal inside the skin. Yes, Tetsuo the Iron Man. <laughs> uh. <laughs> The monkey is cool. Like it's a cool team. It's just that I think any any team where you read up on the corporate structure of it, maybe but that's not the so whole. Fun. That is the whole history on their Wikipedia page. Is I I cut that way down, but it's all of it is just a, it's a corporate history of them passing the team from from corporation to corporation. I um I edited on the fly a bit. I probably could have sh- cut a little more out, and I I'll take that on board for next time. For next time. Um, that does bring us to the end of the show. The way we do normally finish the show, uh, Xavier is with one of our guests doing our 
uh, weekly catchphrase that we uh, primate related catchphrase, which we come up with. I'm going to make you riff at the moment, but we mm. play it like we're doing. Anyway, we'll do that soon. But before we go, Xavier, thanks so much for joining us. How, how can people find you around the place? Uh, find me on Instagram and on Twitter at ZavMichaelides. I think it's at ZavMichaelides on Instagram. But I'll, I'll put it in the notes. Put it all in the notes. Follow up and get to my YouTube, ZavMichaelides. Mm. You do great funny face swaps. Did you invent the face swap? I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Uh, and they can Are you still also... in Snapchat? Uh, no, I'm not on Snapchat. Okay. I invented Snapchat, though. Oh, right. That's why I'm not on it. Are you married to a model? Yes. Mm. If you're in Australia, you should uh, always see Xavier when he's performing live. One of the best comics in Australia, and maybe even the world. And mm. Becca Petratus. <laughs> Uh, who? Where can they find you? Oh, no, not the same level. Okay, all right. Uh, oh, wait, I did can, that after. I'll, I'll after. I'll you talk about yourself, and then I'll big you up if you need it. No, I don't. I just I was looking at Xavier, and he just really looked like he needed need a little pep. Need a little pep, pep up, peppies. It's fair. I'm sorry for bringing the sad monkey. By the way, I've made a dip in the podcast. It was a beautiful dip. Oh, Pathos. Mm. Yuck. All right. It was uh, a delicious dip. I'm it was on. much like, like hummus. It was a delicious dip. Yeah. <laughs> I bought fifteen dollar hummus on Uber Eats yesterday, and I don't think it was worth it. Oh. So that's where you can find me. <laughs> Just order an Uber Eats. Follow the Uber Eats Eat bags. Sad. Um, my name is Beck. I'm on Twitter at Beckness. I'm on Instagram at Beck Petratus because someone else took Beckness. Um, I have a podcast called Kentucky Fried Chatting with Mr. Xavier Michaelides. We didn't talk about Mr. what that is. Peter what? Jones. Uh, we eat every single menu item on the KFC menu, and uh, we've almost got through all of them. Mm. But we are planning. We have future planning. And the episodes are yeah. nice, bite-sized chunks. Yeah, they're only little ten-minute boys. Um, mm. Sometimes they go a bit longer if you know if the menu item needs it. Like, yeah. and if. Spoiler alert, sometimes we do the same menu item twice. <laughs> your <laughs> like your idiot. episodes go uh, shorter than uh, this episode talked about corporate structure. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the, that's the right amount. Uh, and also uh, I have another podcast called Internet Hate Machine and that will be coming back soon. And you can catch me sometimes on Gamey Game, uh, which is a YouTube show, which you guys are also on, but also I'm behind one of the cameras most of the time. Sometimes. So you're yeah. always on it. Yeah. I'm yeah. always on it. You can hear me going, ha! In the background. Yeah. Whenever really I'm bad. on, I'll say, I'll ask you a question off camera and you, that'll remain in the show. You do know, you know how I said to you, this will be cut out. It was. <laughs> oh, that was? Yeah, it was. Well, I've seen parts in the past where I've been like, hey, Beck, hey, and that stays in. Sometimes. I think you've got to weave it into the the structural integrity yeah. of the, the show. The snake in the episode that we were both in was amazing. That Far snake out. was so good. What snake. a beautiful snake. Check it out Your for the snake. Your eyes followed it. I followed the snake. It was great. Mm. Are it has really an eye stock watermark over it. It doesn't. Evan left it in because he thought it was funny. I was like, I feel like it just looks like there's a weird blur on it, but it does look out for the eye stock the watermark. Eye stock is there. You should check out Gamey Game. You can see that uh, gamygame.com, I think. Yeah, or go to youtube.com slash stupid old channel. Which is back in my uh, YouTube channels. You can mm. see lots of stuff on there. And Xavier, thanks so much for joining us, Beck. Uh, best comedian in the world. Uh, Xavier, one of the best. Not quite Beck standard, but right up there. As we always say, as we leave the show. Uh, shave a monkey, find a friend. <laughs> Gross. I thought we were going to say, like, the Optimus Primal thing was, that would be prime. Yeah. Which he kept saying. Um, 
Uh, we will stay here forever, and they will be a beast wars. <laughs> <laughs> This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 